every Sunday night, 7:30 Eastern Time, 45 minutes. Strengthen your skills, meet newbies and veterans in the fields. Let's crack data science interview at Clubhouse. So let me give you a little bit background. Crack Data Science Clubhouse. So we have had for um, more than five months so far. I think it started from the March two thousand twenty one uh, this year to help uh, people practice mock interview, and we cover almost every aspect of uh, data science interview preparation, include model building, product product sense um, and uh, behavior question uh, all, um, all about the interview staff and we also have a guest speaker help us with resume and the offer negotiating all those stuff so since you are in the stage of uh, looking for opportunity you are so welcome to join us and today we will have Tracy as our primary guest speaker and talking about data preparation cookbook. Tracy, would you like to give us a very uh, short introduction about uh, who you are and what you will discuss today? Oh, so I'm a, a research scientist uh, in um, healthcare industry. Also, I work, uh, have some uh, responsibility in uh, Damian said, so I still uh, working on some clinical data and trying to publish papers. So yes, so that's my basic background. So so today I just uh, want to uh, discuss um, pretty important, but uh, also, uh, I mean, it's pretty basic, but also very important uh, questions when we are uh, do the data pre processing. So we also can call this data preparation because if we want to apply any models to our data set, we have we, we, we will we have to have a valid data set, right? So so I just want to talk about the one uh, very common problem is in the real world data is um how we deal with the missing, how, how to handle the missing values um, in the real world data. So if we have extra time, so I think another uh, good question is how um, we handle the unbalanced data. So I think these two questions also ask pre, pretty frequently during my interview uh, when I applied the data science jobs. So, um, so it, yeah, it's just a sharing and open discussion. Like if anyone has a good experience or um, uh, about handle these two situations. So yes. Thank you so much, Tracy, for your brief introduction. And thank you for preparing all those stuff and share with us and give uh, everyone a little bit background about uh, um, the audience that we have today. Like Lee, she's a postdoc, also specializing in healthcare. Tracy um, um, has, uh, has years uh, in data science experience in healthcare industry. John himself is a 
also the data um, very very specialized in data science and he's uh, in um, Clemson as a PhD student and now he's actively looking for the data science position as well. Great, thank you. So I will give you the um, time to lead the discussion, Tracy. Okay, okay, thank you. Yeah, I just, uh, so, so yeah, just give me more on why I want to discuss. First of all, what we are going to, so just afraid to, to to talk anytime you want to interrupt or like just like a discussion panel i think so 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 the real world data often has a lot of missing values so so the cause of missing values can be uh data uh failure to record data so the handling of missing data is pretty important during the pre-processing of data set uh, because many machine learning algorithms don't support missing values and um it um so so that's that's a basic why uh the missing values is uh can cause a uh, various problem it probably reduce the power of statistical models uh it can cause a bias in the model and a lot of machine learning algorithm don't accept missing values so 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 then um so that's that's a basic why why we um why we want to handle the missing values so 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 the so the question is how the how to handle the missing values so i want to give the time to the audience like um uh what the strategy you use to handle the missing values or do you have any thoughts about how to handle missing values Thank you, Tracy. Actually, I have uh, um, I have a question before I answer your question. I, I'm not sure if you will cover it later. If so, please let me know. So you you mentioned a lot of models does not handle missing values. Um, so do you have a kind of the list about which model handle missing value well and which model not? Maybe you will cover later. Yeah, yeah. So, um, if you will, so I think yeah, I'll go ahead. If you would cover later, I I will not interrupt you. So it's fine. So we can we can talk about right now because I I we can we can take this time as an open discussion actually. Mm -hmm. So actually, I did some a little bit research. Um, so some algorithms support missing values. Definitely, like very one of a very popular uh, algorithm. Like for example, random tree, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, it should be okay. It okay with uh, missing values. Um, others like k nearest neighbors and they is not. It's kind of naive bias can support missing values too. But for example, others like, uh, for example, like uh, uh, logistic regression, like linear regression, definitely is not support the missing values, right? So I don't think, I don't know others. Uh, I, I think other algorithms don't support missing values too. So we have to figure out how to deal with the missing value first and proceed the proceed to apply the machine learning model. So that's my opinions. But if you have other opinions, uh, welcome to share with us. Thank you, Tracy. 
actually, I I'd like to hear from the audience if you guys、uh, have no uh have some background or knowledge about which models handle better or which model do not. If not, we will get back to Tracy back to his uh to her original questions. Okay, so so yeah, my question is, <laughs> so what do you think? Uh, so how to how do you handle the missing values in the real world data? So yes, so anyone have any ideas or thoughts about these questions? Oh,、uh, the simplest way is to remove all the, yeah, remove all the, just uh, remove all the missing value.、Uh, you can fill it with zero. Or or fill it with the mean. That's the simple simplest way.、Uh, or you can,、uh, if you want to be more accurate, you can run random forest to do it. Because you have the other column, so you can、mm-hmm. from the yeah from the data from from other column, you can you can you can you can you can you can use machine learning model to predict the missing value. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, Eve. I think、uh, just、uh, quickly summarize about Eve's answer. I think、uh, Eve is talking about the first, the one, the simple strategy is delayed rows with missing values, and the、uh, another another simple way is impute missing values with mean or medium. Medium is a、uh, continuous variable. Or、uh, we can for categorical variable we can uh, impute uh, the. Um, The the missing value with the most frequent category. So also, uh, he bring up um another strategy is to is to predict the missing values. So use、uh, other features which don't have non values to predict missing values, right? So like、uh, if we talk about like use other like、uh, models like random forest. Random forest tree or random forest or other regression mo-、uh, approach to predict the missing values. Um, anyone else have other? Anyone else has other method you use during your work or your project so far to deal with the missing value? Vic, um. If you are interested to answer the question or hear anyone in the audience, um, would like to jump on the stage to answer the question, please feel free to raise your hands. Uh, we are um open forum and uh, invite uh, the audience to join the discussion as mock interview. Um, back back to Tracy's question. Anyone else have、um, experience dealing with missing value in your work? Um and any methodology have you used? Zhang, Lee, any thoughts? Hi. Uh, actually, I think uh I agree with Eve and Tracy, so I don't have more to uh add. Thanks. Cool. Thank you, Zhang. How about you? Uh, I I think most of our uh, uh, common method just、uh, mentioned by the Yifu. So uh, I I also will use the simple uh like the linear regression model to fill out the missing value. You just uh <coughs> to to 
to treat uh, as the linear model to the to the non uh, data set and then to just use uh, <coughs> uh, use other uh, variable treat as the as variable and then the uh, the mixing value column as the uh, independent variable so then we can just pipe in the model the linear model then to find out the missing value just assign that value to to that uh, that row or that that's what I thought. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think John use. I, I think it's the same idea. Like uh, use other uh, in features like or independent variables to predict uh, missing value, right? But you apply the linear regression to predict the missing. Value. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. <coughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your experience. So 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 let me. Let me go back a little bit because um, so I think it's interesting. Like when we uh, when we saw a missing value, because we when we saw um, uh, missing values in uh, our data set. So I think the first thing is we uh, need uh, think about the missing value patterns. So I think that's uh, the first uh, first thing because. Uh, like in my current experience, I found like I deal with the data from different client, maybe like over like 30 or 40 client. But I found out, okay, for certain client, there's missing, for example, like uh, I just simplified, for example, it's missing the like gender or data, uh, uh, gender and date. DOB, I mean, birth date information. So in this way, like missing is in a certain pattern, like by client, right? So so in this way, the first way, before we think about the strategy how to how to handle missing values, uh, I think we, we have to talk with like data warehouse, data management team, ask them why for certain client, um, the missing value happens. So it's kind of pattern. So the missing value is now random. So I think that's the first step we need to think about and trying to talk with other teams why uh, for certain client uh, there's a missing values. So it's kind of we need to figure out like the, the, the pattern or uh, some missing value has a his, historical pattern. So I think we can uh, use, um, for example, current year's data to fill up the previous data so 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 that's that's my uh, current experience for for this uh, missing pattern part I think this is also important before we think about the strategy how to handle the missing values like using more machine learning prediction models or using the single imputation or something so so yeah I just want to go back to summarize this uh, question a little bit so so I think after we figure out like missing values is pretty random. So I think the first thing is, um, so several bits of, or just from the simple one to complicated one. So the first one is called dropping variables. So so that means, uh, think about variable is uh, like a features or column. So usually like delete the column if it, it consists, consists of more than 70% missing values, right? If like this features has a lot of missing value, like over 70%, uh, maybe data imputation, um, uh, I mean, maybe um, uh, delaying it is a good idea than data imputation. Uh, yeah, just a 
interrupt me anytime when <laughs> when you have any question or I didn't talk about clearly. So so the second one, like Ifu and Lee uh, just mentioned, is a very simple way is delete rows with missing values. But so but you know like it has uh, will cause problem because it will reduce the sample size, right? Will reduce the power for um, um, for the models because we don't want to lose information from the data. So, so and the, the third way is also pretty uh, straightforward. Also, if and Lee mentioned it, I, I call it a kind of single imputation. Like it, we just uh, talk about like impute impute missing values with mean or medium. So the process uh, for this or and another for categorical variable we impute with mode the most frequent frequent category. So so the pro process process of this method is it prevent data loss and it works well with small data set and easy to in in play in easy to use right because just replace the missing values with mean or medium or like just if set with zero right so and the cause of this is um if this method doesn't uh, consider the covariance between the features so they only consider this uh, this column this uh, missing values so so that's that's uh, the third one and the next one is, I think this one is pretty interesting. And uh, um, I didn't apply this, but it's um, one. Um, I, I call it. I, I call it other imputation method. Um, where so so for example, the the data is longitudinal behaviors. So I just mentioned, like I saw, for example, I saw the simple case. I saw okay, the current year data has more complete. Um, uh, uh, values, but when I went back to historical data, like uh, other year, previous years, the data is missing a lot. So, so for this kind of the data has longitudinal behaviors, the missing pattern. So it's good to use the last valid observation to replace um, the missing value. So this is a one case. So the second case is I um. It's called a uh, time series, time series data data set variable. So, so this this is kind of um, time series variables. Um, I just um, do some research. They said okay, we can use inter inter interpolation. It's called right. <laughs> so, so it's kind of can plot the uh, the time, and we can find uh, uh, the value based on the time series i think it's called interpolation interpolation <laughs> so so i think this is a the, the, the way we consider the pattern of our data set so i think this is a in pretty interesting uh way and uh I definitely so just interrupt me if i too quick or not clear um, so i think so, yeah tracy thank you so um before you move to the next uh, next couple methods, maybe we can um kind of uh, 
summarize what you just shared and see if uh, and the audience anyone have any question um so first of all like i want to echo with uh, tracy about uh, um the first step dealing with the missing value before we jump into the data to do the all the data cleaning maybe we should see the data pattern especially the pattern for the missing value and uh, see if there is the operational issue and the talk with uh, the um, engineering team, data engineering team, or even the other cross-functional team to identify what what's the possible issue behind it. It's a very practical um, work experience from Tracy uh, and my experience because in the real world, it's it, it, it's what it is. So during the interview, uh, for um, the interviewer can be the interviewee can be aware of uh, this situation. At least from my side, I will think it's a really good bonus. Um, and uh, then Tracy talked about couple. Um, couple um, methods to um, help deal with a different type of uh, missing value, um, like uh, first uh, drop the column uh, if uh, the missing value is more than six, uh, 70 percent, and uh, delete the row if uh, the missing value um, is uh, uh, very few of the rows. Uh, have missing value, but we will consider the loss of the information from other columns if we delete this row, uh, this, these rows. And the single imputation, uh, Tracy also talked about how to use uh, like medium mode for categorical variables, most frequent value, uh, those uh, uh, methods and uh, we need to consider the co cost because uh, when we use uh, the single imputation we do not consider the convergence um, impact uh, across different features um, so Tracy I'm kind of uh, uh, try to um, understand what I have heard so if I didn't understand uh, well, please also feel free to interrupt me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Samurai. Well, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. uh, and the one, uh, two methods you mentioned pretty interesting is uh, one use the last value to impute. So you kind of talk about if we see as uh, the linear um, pattern for the column. Um, we see the um, like uh, the value for this column in the past couple of days yes uh, frequently happens so we will use the last value to impute uh, the current value is that what you mean so yeah I'm talking about uh, kind of data sets called, called long, longitudinal Longitudinal. So, so the data is kind of 2017 2018 2019 2020 something like that yeah oh okay longitudinal so know, yeah. what type of the data will be like this pattern do you think oh it's a lot of data have this kind of pattern for example like uh, for for example healthcare data 
So we want to track the um, human, uh, no, 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 human, the number or patient disease status, right? Like in each year and how how the pattern goes. I mean, so yeah, it's a longitudinal data is kind of pretty uh, type. It's a kind of data type you pretty use uh, use pretty often. Not use so data type data. Um, it's called not data type. It's kind of data set like uh, pretty used, like we can see a lot in healthcare and uh, medical research, right? Mm-hmm. I think Lee, do you have that <laughs> uh, experience to deal with the longitudinal data? Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah, you can do some research for for that. But anyway, it's kind of it's like have it's, it's a little similar with time series uh-huh. so it's kind of let me see how yeah because for me i deal with uh, um customer data transition data uh, doesn't have much experience with the longitudinal let me see mm-hmm. okay you can so so sim- simply to this kind of is a repeated observation of the same variable over short, short or long period of time. So for example, like, um, like I just mentioned simple uh, like case, like for a member, like we have this member in the health plan, like 2017, 2018, 2019, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, we are, for a member, we have this members, uh, historical data from 2017 till now. So this is kind of, this observation, we have this observations for same patient like um, over like several years, right? Mm -hmm. Over different time points. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of data longitudinal. So that makes sense. Okay, got it. So yeah. like the time series type of data will be very like longitudinal. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. So when I during that school, I, I took the time series course actually. So we like, I, I remember I, I, I did a project like predict the like um, some air pollution levels in the next like 20, 50 years use a time series model. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, I think this, what I just mentioned about time series data variables is pretty similar like uh, what John mentioned, because I saw example like use interpolation of the variable variable before and after a timestamp for a missing value. So it's a good like to, to use like linear, like think about uh, plot data for linear and then find a certain like find the, the values in the in the time points we wanted so like the time points are missing the the missed the, the i mean i mean there's there's non values in that time points so you think about like for other time points there's the values but in certain time points missing so we can use other uh, time points the value to predict the value uh, we look we, we lost the time point so 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 the idea seems like similar I, I mean that's the idea how how i think how to um use this kind of imputation method so i don't know if i 
things plan well. But yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. It's a very interesting learning for at least from my side to hear these new methods.、Yeah. Um, let me reset the stage a little bit. Hi everyone, I just see some、uh, new audience joining us. So we are from Quack Data Science Clubhouse. We have a Uh, WeChat group. So if you are interested, please follow my bio and、uh, follow me on WeChat. Um, add me on WeChat, and I will invite you in our group. We have、uh, our meeting every Sunday, seven thirty p.m. Eastern Time, forty-five minutes. And now today we have our guest speaker Tracy to share her preparation about、uh, data preparation. And、uh, during the discussion at the open forum, feel free to jump on the stage to ask or answer the question. Okay. Uh, and、uh, the goal for our clubhouse is help everyone to well prepared about data science interview and feel very confident about the、um, things going on in data science industry because we keep learning the new things. Great, thank you. Let's go give 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 back to Tracy. Um. So so、uh, yeah, I just want to continue the next one. I forgot the content. Uh, I think it should be um. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, the fifth, the the next one, the fifth one, <laughs> is I just did also mentioned、uh, because uh, just like we trying to another way is we trying to use a my uh algorithm that supports that support missing values like I just just mentioned like random forest works well, right? Um, and also the k nearest neighbors and uh. Uh, naive bears can support missing values too, and、uh, we can do more research. I didn't do very much research about why these two,、um, this this algorithm,、uh, better to support missing values. I think random forest works well, yeah, to tolerate the missing values. Um. So the next one, the next one is uh. Like if Li and Zhang just、uh, talk about the prediction of missing values, use algorithm, right? Using other features. So, um, so that's the、uh, next one. So, um, so I think the one I want to talk about, uh, I use most often, to be honest, is called multiple imputation. Um, I don't know if others use this multiple imputation previously or during your research work or your、uh, course project.、Um, if you use this,、uh, dealing with missing value a lot, but to be honest, I use multiple imputation a lot. So, so multiple. I, I just say, simply、uh, introduce you what the multiple imputation is. So.、Um, Uh, multiple imputation is uh is a useful strategy, uh for definitely for handling the missing value. So in a multiple imputation, instead of uh replace a single value for each missing value, so the missing value are replaced with set of um the the possible values with which contain the、uh, variabilities and uncertainty of the rep. Values, so it's kind of、uh, we will have, for example, we will have twenty five, 
we can set the parameters. I we probably have can have like twenty uh, different um, imputed values for this missing data, and uh, and twenty different data sets because for um, with different imputed missing data and put them together. So 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 this is this is very common and a popular method in uh, when I do I, when I do during my research work because uh, reviewers always ask how do you deal with the missing values so my answer always okay I uh, I use multiple imputation and uh, um, like uh, like what what method so this is a pretty uh, solid uh, method but I, I don't know, like probably in industry when we handle the very big data, probably it's not a good strategy because we have a lot of uh, data. Maybe we can just uh, delete it uh, or it doesn't introduce a lot of buyers. But this definitely I want to introduce this uh, multiple imputation method because I use it a lot during uh, research work. Um, so because I, I, we don't want to lose any uh, any samples in any patient data. Um, so, uh, so, so, uh, yeah, Tracy, you just mentioned uh, uh, you use this method in your research, uh, uh, healthcare research a lot, and uh, the data set is very valuable. So, what's the data set you usually deal with? Oh, thank you for the question. So actually now uses for healthcare because for me, because I, for me, like healthcare data, I'm not using like claim data or health plan data. I'm using the patient data. Uh -huh. So like uh, we have the patient data, like study cohort from the hospital. So we have, for example, the, the patient demographic and disease status and uh, like physiological values. So, so something like that. So it's kind of directly value from the patient chart. You know, like when we go to hospital, we, there's a lot of measurement. So our data is in the in the patient chart. Mm -hmm. So so that's uh that's uh the place. Like for example, like okay, I uh like because I study the lung disease, mm -hmm. I want to predict the risk of lung disease, right? So I think smoking that is pretty important. So. So, okay, but sometimes when people go to hospital, they don't have the, go to the patient chart, they don't have the smoking status mm -hmm. reported. Yeah. So, but smoking is pretty important. We don't, we don't want to delay it, right? So, so, and we don't have that much sample, like usually like patient cohort, like 3,000 and it's already very big. Mm -hmm. So, so it's kind of, okay, uh, probably in certain, like, after we apply the criteria, probably for this study, we only have, have 1,000 patients. So we don't want to lose any of this patient data for, um, to do a study, right? So, so that, so multiple imputation is, is very great for the accuracy, for impute, impute the, um, uh, the I mean this is a more statistical method to um, to impute the missing values. 
So if I don't know if you know, I think also I, I saw it in the Thai summit. I use uh, I use uh, this method in R more because it's more related to statistical method. So so it's called a package called or library is called mice. I'm pretty sure Python has mice package, right? A library. Right? I didn't apply it in Python. But it's called mice. It's called multiple imputation by chained in equation. So I don't know if you um, heard about it. Yeah, but, I heard um, about it. Definitely, it's a very popular method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you have any comments or like any experience to share when you learn this method or something else? <laughs> I, I just did. I heard about this method is must learn, but I didn't really uh, apply it in my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, so this definitely this mice um, algorithm is for multiple imputation. So, so like, it just, yeah, you can, you, we can do more research uh, later, like, if you are interested in. So, mm -hmm. I think it's like, um, Eva said it's pretty popular. Right? <laughs> I'm not so, a sorry. Yeah, just to let you know the, the full names is a multiple imputation by chain equations. So yeah, it's kind yeah. of um it introduced variability and uncertainty of the red values from statistic inference is more accurate than single imputation. And uh, and also um so I, I just want to introduce my experience more because like when um during my research work, like I, I use mice. So one of like method uh, I use is called of is called predict predictive mean matching. So that's uh, uh that's one of like uh, multiple imputation. It's, it's still like same uh, same algorithm. I just mentioned like mice, but I just uh, use it's called predict mean matching. So um. Yeah. So, um, yes. Um, thank you, Tracy. Maybe we can do some research to see if we can find the package in Python. Since, uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of companies yeah. now recently um, use Python as the primary programming language, especially yeah, for data science. I'm pretty sure it's called, just called mice in Python, but I didn't, uh, yeah, yeah, if you see uh, imputation mice, yeah, it's just called mice. Uh -huh. I would like to remind the time a little bit, uh, timekeeping. Uh, so we have uh, like three, four minutes um, to wrap up our today's discussion about this topic. So Tracy, go ahead. So it's actually almost done because I, I do, I'm pretty sure we don't have time to <laughs> discuss data. But mm -hmm. I think that is pretty popular question to be asked. Mm -hmm. so Definitely. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm also learning uh, when I'm preparing. So, um, yes. So, so that's pretty much I have for today. And if you have any questions, and welcome to ask. And if uh, Eva needs to uh, save some time to introduce something else, just go ahead. Thank you so much, Tracy, for preparing it. And you really bring out a very good idea to everyone today. The meaning and the kind of purpose for us is to have our guest speaker to prepare a topic and share with us during the preparation. The guest speaker will have the um, motivation and the goal to 
do the research and prepare for the interview. And our preparation is always interview oriented. So if anyone of you are interested, please、uh, do feel free to reach out to me and join us for this、uh, session. We will have our new session, new round of.、Uh, Um, DS Crack Data Science Clubhouse started after the Labor Day break, so it will be a、um, uh, totally new round. I we have a、uh, two round um going uh have complete accomplished since、uh, March two thousand twenty one. So, uh, if you are looking for the job and、uh, doing in the process of um preparing, please uh. Uh, do keep an eye on our agenda. We will go through every perspective of data science interview after Labor Day. Okay. So based on today's discussion and、uh, Tracy's sharing, any thoughts or any suggestions for our clubhouse? Anything you would、uh, like to bring out? Please feel free to raise your hands and let me know. It's a good time to hear back from you guys. What we can improve. Uh, just have a question. Ah,、uh, in general, we when we deal with the missing value, at at the same time we deal with the duplicate ah、uh, data, right? So you also need to drop out the duplicate data. Is it correct? Hey, John. Yeah, you bring up a very good um questions. Yeah. So so yeah, today we are trying to focus in the missing value. Definitely, like、uh, for uh real world data, we have to check if we did um. Um, we have we have the duplications in data. That's that has to be distinct observation. Yes, but I, I'm not sure. But but um, I think I talk about this too. <laughs> um, so um, uh, I just、uh, bring up my idea. Like first of all, for for definitely for uh, when I get we 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 get the data set, we have to check the duplications, right? So, but when I talk about, I need to talk about something else because, uh, sometimes we do the upsampling, uh, of the data, like for just dimensional and balance data. So we will have duplications data set, data sample. I mean, but it's another story. But I, I'm I'm talking about when we got a new, when we got a new data set, definitely we need to check the, um, duplications for sure. So I don't know, like others'、uh, experience. Any any other would like to add um based on Tracy's sharing and、uh, John's question. Okay, so a little bit uh um input from my side for duplication. Yes,、yeah, so we definitely needed to check, um, but it's a case by case. Like for experimental design, there sometimes there's duplication. What we call duplication, yes,、uh, if the Mm, like the user, uh, goes both goes to the both control and variation group, we will consider as a duplicated users. In this case, we will totally remove the users. Uh, like some duplication it might cause by the system error. So we might decide we do want to keep the first or last. Um, some duplication because、uh, the table is ETR is not well designed, so they just、um, 
keep inserting the latest value, latest row in the table and did not delete the previous rows. So, but they, the thing is they usually have timestamp to keep in track of the insert time or the data create time. So we need to be aware of this timestamp help us to identify the duplicated records or what's the latest information we want to use. Or if we want to know the historical information, maybe we will use those timestamps help us to identify the right records. Does that answer your question, John? Yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you everyone to join us and we would like to wrap up at in time. And uh, if you, uh, you are interested to helping out uh, become the guest speaker like Tracy today, please uh, reach out to me and we will have you on the agenda. And thank you very much Tracy again for preparing these uh, very helpful materials. And we are looking forward to see you come back again. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night. See you next uh, Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Oh